Debbie Marcu is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 183733, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and today I have Heather Barkley Kilpatrick with me. Did it's I do been it a while, and you got it right. Yeah. Uh, did I do it good? You did. I almost did it backwards. You, you're good. Yeah, so <laughs> Heather is on my team. She is a licensed real estate agent in the state of California, mm-hmm. and she has been a licensed real estate agent since what year, Heather? 1996. 1996. <laughs> Let that dig in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so we are here every single week we are bringing you guys all of the information that you need to know about all of the current situations that are happening we are real estate and mortgage uh that is what we do we have both been doing it since the 90s yes the 90s yeah doing it longer mid 90s -hmm. (laughs) we've been doing it for a long time and we've been through a lot of the cycle right we've been through Mm -hmm. the up we've been through the down and through that at least two to three different times and so here we are again in another cycle where a lot of people don't really know what to do. So I thought today would be great to bring on Heather to have her as part of the show since she is really been primarily real estate for the majority of her career, where even though I started in real estate, I have been uh, mortgage for the majority of my career. So Mm -hmm. I thought that you'd be great to have that conversation today about what we're seeing, what we're feeling, the Mm -hmm. phone calls that are coming in, uh, people that are needing our information, uh, they're needing the education, they're not really quite sure what to do. So I really named this show, you know, are you a homeowner that is in debt and you don't know what to do? Are you toying with, should I sell my home? Are you toying with, should I be refinancing, looking into that? I might lose my low interest rate that I have, but should I do that? Um, I've got a lot of credit card debt. Should I take out an equity line of credit? And I know that these are things that we've talked about in quite a few shows already, but mm. I thought that it would be good for us to now again, uh, that we, the <laughs> fact that we are off air, this, yes. this show is not <clears throat> going to radio this weekend. We can really talk very openly and candidly, you know, about what is happening. What are, what are the suggestions? What should we, you know, be, uh, telling people, you know, yeah. what, what, how should we be asking? answering those questions, right? Right. That's a really important thing uh, that we are making sure that we are giving you the right information and that you're making the right educated decisions. So Mm -hmm. with that, once again, this is Heather Barkley Kilpatrick. She is on with me today. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and we are going to take a super quick break to let everybody jump on. I do have the text message that is going to go out here momentarily at 1.15 Pacific time. You guys will see those text messages hit your phone. And so I do want to let everybody uh, be able to jump in, join on, hit that link and be part of the show. If you want to know when we go live so that you can be part of the show, you can put your questions into the feed and ask us, you know, get your answers right there. And then you have to text mom to 844-935-3600. 
844-844-8834. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. That is the same exact phone number as well that you would call if you'd like to get a consultation from anybody on the team, me, Heather, Carrie, Heidi. If you want a consultation, you call that exact same number. So it is 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. If you text that number, the word mom, and that is it, just mom, M-O-M, forward or back, spells it the same. Um, (laughs) If you text just that word, you will opt yourself in to get one text message a week to let you know that we are going live so that you can jump in and be part of the conversation and the show. So once again, we are going to take a super quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Hi, this is Debbie Marku, host of the Mortgage Mom Radio Show. I don't know if you've heard about it, but rents are skyrocketing. Do you rent right now? Are you a tenant? Well, chances are, if you haven't felt that pinch yet, it's coming. Think about when your contract is up and start thinking about what your landlord might do. You may even want to call your landlord to find out if they plan to increase your rents. It is happening all over the nation, and the last statistics show that we can see a 15% increase from 2021 to 2022. Give us a call. Let's stop the bleeding. Let's get you into a home. Let's lock in a monthly payment that will never change. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Or head on over to our website to mortgagemomradio.com. Debbie Marcou is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 09415504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208023726, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. At least. All right. So welcome (laughs) back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. And today I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick with me. And we are going to be talking to you all about options. What do you do? You're a homeowner. You've got some debt going on. You're not exactly sure how you should get out of it. Should you be looking at a refinance, home equity line of credit? Have you been toying with selling your home? But where do you go if you do? And so that is going to be the conversation that we are going to have today. But before we get started, I just want everybody to notate (laughs) how small that I look right now. She says she's five foot. I don't think she is. I'm I'm going to go with 4'11". I I have to stop. I have to fix this right now. I'm trying to slink down. I always do this. So for those of you that have seen us before, I usually... Slinking down. It's just like sitting on a phone book. <laughs> so for all of you, um, you know, millennials and Gen Zs that don't know what a phone book is. Oh my gosh. This is what about the size of a phone book. <laughs> Look at now I'm, I'm still, I'm kind still of, shorter than you. I know, okay, so she tells me just go ahead and, and sit up normal. Okay, hold on. This is me sitting up normally and I'm like still heads above her. So I always kind of slink down like this. So that way she doesn't look 
so much smaller than me. She's like a little itty bitty mouse. I absolutely love it. All right, sit up. Sit okay. up. Let's do this. All right. Well, All I right. feel better now that I'm on my box. Uh, <laughs> Heidi jumps on. She says, hi, ladies. If you guys are out there and you're watching, give us a thumbs up. Let us know that you're there. Tell us hi. Tell us that you're watching. Uh, remember that this is an interactive show. You are more than welcome to answer or ask any questions that you'd like, and we are going to answer them for you. Mm. I'm really like, I'm digging being up this high. This is oh my gosh! It's like you put her in stilettos for the first time. I absolutely. Love it. Uh, Heidi says, uh, "Tiny and proud." Yes, yes, I yes am. she that is. I am. I am very tiny. Heidi understands because Heidi's. I don't think Heidi's as tall as I am. I think you're a couple. I think Heidi's like five four or five five. But you get uh, it sitting next to her. I think Heidi's like five five or five six. She's actually pretty tall. She's just yeah. very. She's very skinny. She's tiny. She's petite. very tiny. Yeah. She's very petite. Like I'm five seven. I think her little bones are very small. Her little hands are very small. Scary. Can me? you believe she's that tall? Mm. Heidi's actually a really quick piece of everything for yeah. everybody to know. He Heidi is quite, quite a bit taller than me. Yeah, and she wears the same shoe size as I do. <laughs> so either you have. Oh, there you feet. go. Heidi says she's five four. Oh, okay. okay well, so I'm standing five, next to her. Yeah. I feel like she's five. We're gonna six. be like ring, ring, ring. So much fun. Uh, Carrie says, uh, "Ah ha ha ha, that's great." I think yes, Carrie's five five too. I think I'm the tallest. Uh, I don't know. I'm definitely. I know not. Jen's not tallest. <laughs> I'm by far the shortest of yeah. all the mortgage She's moms. not five feet tall. She's only 4'11". Don't let her tell you anything different. Anyway. Hey, you know what? I'll be 4'9", 4'10". I don't care. I'm proud. Exactly. All right. So welcome to Mortgage Mom Radio. So uh, I actually I have you on today. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be talking about something a little bit more serious. And yeah. we do want people to jump in and ask your questions. If mm -hmm. you're a homeowner that right now, I, we've been getting quite a few calls. And I know yeah. uh, Heidi's watching and, you know, Carrie's watching and you're taking the calls as well. So yeah. all of us are here, you know, really to uh, tell you what we're feeling and what we're seeing. And obviously those of us that are boots on the ground in the industry, we mm -hmm. are getting the phone calls. We're field fielding those phone calls. Oh, by the way, Carrie says she's five, six. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> she says, I didn't think I was taller than Heidi. Well, <laughs> y'all are. <laughs> Uh, but Heidi does like to wear boots and tall shoes. So Heidi wears, yeah, Heidi does wear heels. Yeah. So she comes off taller than she really she is. She is one sexy mama, uh, she let is. me just tell you. I'm telling All you. right. So anyway, so uh, what, what we're talking about is, you know, we're, we're fielding the phone calls, right? Yeah. And a lot of the phone calls that we've actually been having mm -hmm. come in recently have been homeowners yeah. that are in debt mm -hmm. and they've got quite a bit of credit cards that they have racked up. So mm -hmm. in last week's episode, I talked about, you know, the friend that gave me a call or, you know, texted me yeah. and said, you know, I've got this debt. I don't know what to do. And so, you know, it really got me thinking during last week's show, you know, what should we be, mm -hmm. you know, telling people, what should we be yeah. educating them against? Should we be, you know, advising them that, you know, they should sell their home? Mm -hmm. Should we be advising them to do absolutely nothing? Should right. we be advising that an equity line of credit is the way to go and so really I think that it really depends on the scenario the situation the person yeah, you know individual. but there's a lot that is happening right now that is you know very important that I think that we we discuss this because mm -hmm. I, I I can absolutely see um, that we're probably going to start to see some foreclosures. Yes. We're going to pro we are going to definitely see some short sales. Yes. We've got buyers that are saying, you know, should we be buying right now? Should right. we be waiting? Um, and a lot of people don't know what a short sale is because it's been a good, you know, 11, 12 years or so before, you know, since they've been, they don't around. even know that that's an opportunity Correct. or an option. So mm -hmm. that's what this show is going to be about. We're going to yeah. be talking today about different options, giving you all your homework to do to determine what's going to work best for you. Mm -hmm. We're not here to give you the advice 
advice. We're not financial advisors, but we can talk about what options are and what education and homework that you need to do before you make the decisions. Mm -hmm. um, so Heidi says, you are all killing me. <laughs> I like that. And um, Vern got on, says, really appreciate the service you provide to all of us listeners. Oh, Vern, thank you so much. Thank I've actually you. never seen you jump on no. before. I love that you are watching. Yes, and bless you, Mikey. I don't know if you guys can hear him back there. He's running the show. All right, so again, I want to make sure everybody knows with those comments that this is open mm -hmm. discussion. Anybody can ask any question. We're going to read it out loud, and we're going to answer it for you, and that is what this show is all about. It's very important that we are giving our listeners the information that they need, and so we want you to all, we want you to share it. We want you to like it. We want you to tell your friends about it. We want everybody to jump on when we go live on Wednesdays. It's all we're, it's all always right about one o'clock mm -hmm. uh, Pacific Standard Time. We do send out a text message if you've opted in to let you know that we have gone live. So if you would like to opt into that service, please make sure that you do tell your friends. We don't spam anybody. I'm not sending you anything to buy. I'm not uh, texting you numerous times a, a week. I mean, how many, how many text messages did we all get yesterday and the day before oh and the day before about voting? Yes. And you text stop. And yes. you get another one. Thank and you for your response. And then there's more coming. You're like, yeah, be it was You're crazy. It was absolutely killing us. Yes. My husband's like, if I get one more, yes. um, yes. anyway, so we're not going to do that. We're not going to spam no. you guys, but we do want you to be part of the show. We do want you to be interactive. We want to make sure we get the information to you that you need. Mm -hmm. And the only way for us to do that is for you to actually ask the questions because you as the listeners are the economy. If you yeah. think about it, you know, you are the people that are out there that are experiencing this, that are living in the real world you know, of uh, middle America. And, you know, we want you to ask the questions. And so please feel free to do that. This is open, open discussion. Um, so let's talk about, you know, okay. again, so we, we, you get a phone call and yeah. somebody says, you know, I, um, I have, you know, 40, $50,000 in credit card, Mm -hmm. debt, other debts, right? Whatever that it might be. Maybe it's not even credit cards, but they've got about yeah. 50,000 in debt. And they're looking to uh, either refinance the home to get some cash out, maybe take an equity line of credit to get some cash out. They're just trying to figure out where they can go to get the money that they need to pay this debt off, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So where do we start? How about you start to question me okay. as though I am <laughs> the person calling. I'm a griller. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you, you no, do the consultation. I Let's do. Let's do the consultation. Yeah, so, and, so you ask me the, you okay. know, and I'm going to answer as. Role play. You know, yes, absolutely yeah. role play because yeah. I'm going to answer mm -hmm. very similar to what we seem to be getting over right. and over and over again right, right now because I feel like this is what people need to hear. Well, and I think the big thing is, is that a lot of people perceive that we're going to judge them because oh, we're in trouble. And that is so far from the truth. And, you know, a lot of the calls that I get off of, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for taking that half an hour or that hour and answering my questions because I really didn't know what to do. And so I'm not going to tell you, you have to do this or you have to do that. I'm going to present you with what's available to you. Just I'm going to do with Debbie here in a second. And then it's up to you to make the best decision for you and your family. So Heidi says, get her girl. <laughs> <laughs> Chime in, Heidi. So, gen so generally, when we get the call, it'll go something like, um, you know, hi, my name is Debbie, you know, and I'll be like, hi, Debbie, this is Heather with no, Mortgage so let's Home just Radio. Start. You answer the phone. 
Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is Heather. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It depends. If you come on about, you know, a lot of times I'll say Mortgage Mom Radio or Mortgage Mom Radio. This is Heather. That's literally how the call starts. Sure. And people go, oh, I've heard you. Right. So, Absolutely. You hear me. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So I'm just going to say, okay, well, no. my name's Debbie and Hi, I was Debbie. listening to the show. Okay. And, you know, I, I, I've got some questions. I need some help. Okay. Absolutely. So what do we have going on? Well, I, I, I'm looking to try to get some, you know, I need some cash and, and I'm not exactly sure how to get it, but I'm, I, you know, I've, I've got to get some of these, these credit cards paid off. I owe about $50,000 uh, on, on the credit cards and they're killing me. Okay. So at this point, I'm going to usually ask you, you know, okay, what state do you live in? So I have an idea of what the rules are, because I just want to let everybody know each state is different on their rules for, um, you know, refinance, first of all. But if you're looking at a short sale, you're looking at selling, or you're looking at, oh my gosh, I'm going into foreclosure, because we do get those calls too. So right now I'm going to be a little state specific to like California. But if you have questions, feel free, you know, and ask us in there. So, but in California, so she would say, oh, I live in California. I usually would ask, okay, what what county do you live in? I live in LA County. Okay, perfect. So give me an idea. What do you think the value of your home is? Uh, you know, it's probably 600,000, maybe 700,000. Okay. And where did you get your value from? Uh, I was looking on um, Zillow. Okay, perfect. At this point, I would ask, what is your address? Because at the same time, I'm going to look on Zillow to see if we're okay as far as the value of the home goes. And then I would say, okay, right now, how much do you owe on your home? Oh, I, I owe uh, 400000 Okay. And do you have a second loan right now or just a first? Uh, just a first. Okay, perfect. So we're looking at owing about 400000 We think the house is worth about 600000 Right there as a lender, that's going to tell me she does have some play as far as if she needs to do a cash out, if she needs to do some sort of a home equity line, whether it's a line of credit or an equity loan. So I know right now that I have a couple different options. So then I'm going to ask, are your payments current? Yes, I am on time with my payments. Barely, but I, I, I'm making them. Okay, so you're struggling every month to yes. make those payments. Yes, okay. which is why I need the money to get to get those all cleared up. Okay, so then if you have the money to go ahead and pay off the loans, do you feel that you would be able to make that mortgage payment better? Or do you feel like you're still going to struggle? Yes. Okay. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'd really like to be able to pull cash out, mm -hmm. get my credit cards paid off, maybe okay. lower my monthly payment. Okay from what it is today. Okay. So right now, what is the rate on your home? 3%. Okay. So I'm going to be honest with you, Debbie, right now, the rates are nowhere near 3%. <laughs> you're going to at least double probably more that rate. So if you're owing 400,000 on your home for me to take you to a rate now, that's going to be somewhere in the high sixes, possibly low sevens, depending on your situation. Um, it's going to more than double your payment most likely. So if if it's an option, I would like to kind of let you keep your first where it's at with that 3% and let's possibly look at doing like a home equity line of credit and see how that works. The rates are going to be a little bit higher, but there's a bunch of different options for you to look at with that. Um, so that might work out for you. And then I would ask you, what are your payments? Um, like how many credit cards do you have? What is it that you're looking to pay off? And I want to get an idea of what your monthly payments are on those credit cards. On that debt. On that mm -hmm. debt. Because if Debbie's only paying $500 a month for those credit cards, you know, those minimum payments, and she's looking at an equity line that's going to cost her, say, six or $700 a month, I'm going to be detrimental to her by giving her an equity line to pay off credit cards that's going to give her a higher payment um, at the end of the month. So I would dig in a little bit more and find out, you know, how what are your minimum payments? And I do take notes so I can see she's got three credit cards, she's got a personal loan, a student loan, whatever it is, so I can determine from those loans what we would pay off and where it makes sense. 
We do have a calculator called a blended rate calculator. I can put in all of your debts with your interest in there and I can see what your overall rate is. Now, Debbie and I both know right now that credit cards are well into the 20 percent if oh, not higher. like 28 yes. percent i was just actually looking last night at that yes. myself because i just kind of wanted to get an idea like where are we at now yeah. that the prime rate has gone up so many times where are the mm -hmm. actual what are they offering on credit cards these yes. days right it's crazy and if you've got really great credit they definitely have some mm -hmm. that are zero interest for the first 12 months zero interest for the first 18 months yes you know which is fabulous but a lot of times if you've already racked up the credit card debt mm -hmm. and you owe very high to what the limits are yeah then your credit score is already going to be lower and the chances of you qualifying for those zero yeah. percent for 12 to 18 <laughs> months are very slim yes. so when I was looking at okay well what is kind of the average interest rate for mm -hmm. a new credit card today they were between 26 and 28 percent is what they were advertising <laughs> before you even apply for the credit right, card and they see your credit score yeah <laughs> yeah so they were pretty high you guys keep that in mind many yeah. of you have probably not actually stopped and looked at mm -hmm. what the interest rates are on the debt that you carry on your credit cards mm -hmm. they are significantly high and one of the things is a lot of people right now are using those credit cards just to live month to month because the cost of everything's gone up so high so you really kind of need to look at that and see where am I at am I adding to this you know how can I help and so like we were talking um, just now I would talk with her about what her payments are determine you know what's going on so let's just say for this example that it would work for her to do some sort of a equity line to pull that money out she's going to save money each month because her rate's going to be lower and her payment's going to be lower yep. so, then, so scenario mm -hmm. one turns out yeah either an equity line of credit or mm -hmm. literally keep what you've got right um so and we're going to we're going to dive into that a little bit more but then yeah. i want to do another scenario with you so we're going to keep going because i want to get to the person that doesn't have enough equity to be able to pull cash Ooh, out i got a story for that one yeah you so, know i do <laughs> yeah so i i do want to make sure that everybody's getting what they yeah. need again i want to remind you all that this is interactive you are more than welcome to put your questions in the feed we will read them out loud we will answer them for you but I feel like you know we want to get down to what the truth of the matter is what people are feeling right now out there in the world what mm -hmm. you know what are they feeling what do we need to do to try to help you fix it and what are the solutions and the answers sometimes we can't give you those but we at least want to get get you close so everybody stay tuned we're gonna take a super quick break this big old box <laughs> that I'm sitting on is making my butt go a little numb so I might have to adjust a little We'll be right back. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go, pick up the phone and call mom. Here we go. Home buyer education. You guys are looking at the very first screen that is in my PowerPoint presented by Mortgage Mom Radio. You've got my name. You've got my licensing. That's all very important because it is important to know that the person that you are working with is a licensed agent or a licensed loan officer in your area where you're looking. That is very, very important. I do recommend that you have somebody with state licensing for your state. So for example, I personally have 13 state licenses. I'm working on three more, so I should have about 16 state licenses by the end of this year. And many loan officers will only have one license for the state in which they work and they live. So you do wanna make sure that you are working with somebody who is licensed in your state. It is very important. Every state is a little bit different. The rules, everything that goes along 
along with the financing can be slightly different from county to state to city. So that is very important. Now, the cool thing about Mortgage Mom Radio, since we are licensed or I am licensed in so many states, we can actually work with you no matter, not no matter what, but for a good amount of the nation, a good amount of the country, we can work with you. So we have many, uh, many clients who have called us and said, try to figure out where I want to go. I might want to be in Texas. I might want to be in Florida. Um, we can help him in both of those journeys, Tennessee, Georgia. If you guys want to have a list of every state that we can help you in, please feel free to reach out. I'd be more than happy to give that to you. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 2080237926, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marku. I am the Mortgage Mom. Today I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick in studio with me, and we are talking about options. We're going to go through some scenarios with you. We already started with one. You know, what is the best course of action for you if you found yourself that you're in debt, you're a homeowner, you're not sure what to do, you don't know whether you should refinance, you don't know whether you should pull an equity line of credit, maybe you need to sell. And we're just going to kind of go through some different scenarios and how we might educate somebody and the homework assignments that we would give them in order for them they to determine what the best course of action is. We're not here to give you that. We're not financial advisors, uh, but we can educate you and give you all of the different scenarios and options that you have to make sure that you are making the right decisions. So scenario one, right before we went to break, and this is actually really funny. I have to start off with this. I am sitting on a box today to try to make myself as tall as Heather so that we look like we're a little bit closer in size. Um, and so right before the break, I said, I have got to take a quick break because my butt's going numb. Um, I had to readjust that box. And um, so we had Eric jump on who says numb butt syndrome, huge problem. And let me just tell you that it is. So if she looks a little taller, the box is a little bit more square under her over there. Yeah, well, the, I had it sitting on top of a blanket, so it was kind of leaning forward a little bit. So then it was pushing into my, nice. you know, my tailbone. And what one thing that a lot of people don't know about me is I've actually broken my tailbone three times. Um, so they don't fix a tailbone when you break it. They basically just say, don't, you know, lay on your don't side and it. don't sit down for mm -hmm. like months at a time until it feels better. Um, so I, my butt goes numb really fast. <laughs> It always has. I don't her, drive well in the car. You can't see, but her tippy toes are on the ground over here. <laughs> I have my tippy She's toes like down. a kid at the doctor's office where they can barely reach the ground. It's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> hey, but we look good. We I look know. Good. I said we need an outtake video so they can see of this you. show. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All it's right. Awesome. So scenario one, let's get out, yes. back to it. And again, remember, yeah. guys, this is interactive. Please feel free to put your questions and your comments in the feed. We'll read them out loud. We'll answer them for you. But scenario number one was I've got, you know, $50,000 worth of credit card debt. I really want to get rid of of it. I've got a 3% interest rate on my home. My house is worth about 600,000. My current mortgage is at 400,000. What do I do? And what I liked the best advice that you gave, which mm -hmm. we're not going to call it advice, the best education sure. that you gave <laughs> uh, was that, you know, you would uh, look at, you know, obviously not doing a refinance. You take mm -hmm. $400,000 and you make it $450,000 and you take somebody from a 3% interest rate to a 7% interest rate and their payment more than doubles. Right. 
Right. So what we do is we look at how much is that $50,000 in credit card debt costing you per month? What kind of interest rate could we get you on a new equity line of credit or an equity loan? And if you guys want to know which one should you do, go back to a previous YouTube and watch it. We've got lots of them that we've talked about equity loan versus equity line. Um, but, you know, we want to look at what is the new monthly payment going to be on that option and is it going to be less expensive than what you're paying right now in those minimums so you know that would be the first mm -hmm. piece of homework would be call me and let me know mm -hmm. you know what are those monthly payments that you're making on that debt that you're trying to pay off and so if the line of credit or the home equity loan was less expensive than keeping it as is, then we would definitely recommend going that direction. Right. Now, one thing that I do, I'm going to say this, and I've said it many, many times, and I'm going to tell you guys, listen to mom, please. You will pay your credit cards off. You will have every intention of never touching them again, and you will touch them. Mm -hmm. and you will use them and you will you'll use them for the first time and say well it's just for this one thing and i then can I'll pay, pay it, it off, off. <laughs> and then it's just for this one thing and then i'll pay it off well crap yeah. i've already used it almost to its oh, limit yeah, we can say crap now yeah whatever i'm just <laughs> gonna go ahead and finish it off right yes and the next thing you know you just end up back mm -hmm. in that cycle so you've got to you guys I, and i said this last week too you have to get very diligent right now you have to get like very budgeted you've yeah. got to put them away if you figure out a way to get out of your hole today and you get yourself back in a hole there is a very very good chance that you are not going to get out of that hole the next time and so that is what scenario number two is going to be that we're going to go through right now mm -hmm. is going to be somebody that has done this over and over again um, the reason that I mentioned in scenario one before the break was I'd really like to refinance, pull the cash out, pay off the debt and lower my payment. That used to be something that I heard for years in a row from 2017, mm -hmm. 18, 19, 20, 21. And it was something that we could do over and over and over again. And people were gaining equity in their homes year over year. Pro um, property you know, values were going up. Interest rates were coming down. I could finance more at a lower interest rate to keep your payment the same or even better than what you were paying before by also paying your debt off. Mm -hmm. So people got in this cycle of spend it, pay it, refinance, pay it off, spend it, refinance, pay it off. And we're in a cycle right now where this is just not going to continue to be something that you can do. So we're going to run into cycle or scenario number two okay. right now. And, you know, then we're going to talk about different options there. Okay. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna actually, um, I'm gonna question you this time. Ooh. So you're gonna be the borrower. Okay. And uh, I want you to talk the scenario that we discussed before about the friend that you've got, because I want oh, you yeah. guys to realize, you know, we are real humans. We, we are doing this every <laughs> yeah. single day and we have friends just like you mm -hmm. and we are just like you. Yeah. And and many of us are not in a good situation right now. So we're gonna, we're, let, let's go okay. through that scenario, okay? Yeah, and this is actually a real scenario. I went to, to dinner with a friend, he called me up and said, hey, you know, we haven't seen each other in a while. Look at, look at, see how I'm sliding, <laughs> sliding on the box with the... <laughs> crazy just, just moving that tailbone okay around you a just bit. you just move yourself over there <laughs> i love it um but he called me up he said hey we haven't seen each other in a while why don't we go to dinner i said absolutely and we start talking and um you know he's got an amazing job makes a good amount of money and he starts telling me because i have a problem and i said okay what's going on so this is the scenario 
Okay. Um, he. Well, yeah, so, yeah. so let's start. Ready? Okay. No, don't give them the oh. scenario. Okay, go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're going to do it just like I take cool. a phone call. All right, at it. This is Debbie. How can I help you? Hi, Debbie. Um, my name's Heather, and I'm wanting to know if I can pull some cash out of my house. All right. Well, um, why don't you kind of give me a quick, you know, what's going on? What, what do you owe? What's your house worth? Like, just let, let's kind of just give me a okay. scenario. So um, I bought my house this last year. Um, I bought it with an FHA loan. So I only put three and a half percent down. Um, when I bought it, it was worth about 460000 I think right now the market's come down a little bit. Um, Zillow's telling me it's worth about four seventy. So I know I have from what I put down and everything. I think I have like $19,000 equity from the numbers that I'm doing. Okay. All right. And what, what exactly is it that you're, so you, you mentioned that you're trying to take cash out. Yeah. I, um, I know I have that $19,000 in there, so I wanted to pull all of that out so I can pay some bills. Okay. So that's actually not going to be possible. We can't okay. do a cash out refinance unless you have at least 20% equity. However, do you happen to be a veteran or active duty? Uh, I'm not, but I, but like, why can't I pull the 19000 out? Because I have that equity in the home. So I, every single loan program has mm -hmm. its different underwriting guidelines, and none of them want you to be able to pull out up to 100% of the value of your home because they are concerned when you know, that if property values drop, it would just be that much easier to walk away. Got it. It's the, you know, it's the risk factor that goes into when they write the guidelines. Okay. So in, in your scenario, if you were mm -hmm. a vet, I would say maybe we would have an opportunity to take a look at that. Okay. See if we could maybe pull the cash out because with a VA loan, we could go up to a hundred percent of the value. That's the one loan program okay. uh, that we have that would let you go there. But with an FHA loan, and you put three and a half percent down. It sounds like the home is worth about what you paid for it. Yeah, about uh, that. So we don't really even have room to look at doing an equity line of credit because the highest that we can go with an equity line of credit would be to 95% or an equity loan, an actual equity loan. I believe the equity lines are capped at 90. Um, but, you know, there would be something there possibly doing a first and a second, but we can only go to a combined loan to value maximum of 95%, okay. which you're already above that because you only put the three and a half percent down mm -hmm. so unfortunately in your scenario I don't as the lender actually have any options to offer you right now um, how much is it that you were trying to you know what do you owe how much debt do you have right now so I have about thirty five forty thousand dollars in credit card debt that I wanted to get paid off because I'm really struggling each month to pay my mortgage and I'm even though I just bought the house I'm you know borrowing money to pay that or my homeowners association dues and it's just more than I could handle I struggled getting into it I probably shouldn't have bought it um, but now I'm here and I don't know what to do Okay. So what we might, you know, ha have you thought about possibly mm -hmm. looking to see if you were to sell the property, what you might be able to go and rent for? Like, you know, can you, can you get a property uh, that you could go and rent that would be similar to where you live today that could be maybe a lower monthly for you so that you could get the cash that you need to pay your debts off? Um, 
Yeah, I can probably rent a property. I was kind of looking at some apartments and stuff. Right now I rent one of the rooms out just to kind of help me make up my my payment each month. Um, so I was thinking, you know, if me and my roommate went and, you know, rented an apartment or something like that, I only have a two bedroom, two bath right now. So it's pretty similar. Um, and my payment would go down a lot. I was looking at that and I would probably save about $1,000 plus a month. So you would save $1,000 a month by mm -hmm. going and renting. Yeah over what you pay today even with the rent that you get from renting out the extra bedroom correct hmm yeah so it might be something that you would want to explore and that this is where and i mm -hmm. you know this is where i'm going to stop the actual scenario piece but in this situation what i would actually tell him is that this is something that he might want to explore mm -hmm. however even if he sells his home today i don't believe he's going to get any cash out of the property zero there yeah. will be nothing there for him to pay off the debts which is what he came to us looking for mm -hmm. even though the monthly payment the rent will be less expensive than what he is paying today he is going to lose the tax deduction of the mortgage interest and the property taxes and as of today still the mortgage insurance is deductible from the fha loan that he has so i would really tell him number one explore with your cpa first because if you can have that extra bedroom rented you know it's going to be a lot cheaper mm -hmm. for him monthly to go yeah. get a one bedroom but right now he's living in a two bedroom yeah so if he can get rent from somebody for the one bedroom one extra mm -hmm. one bedroom extra one bathroom that he has and he can um, you know, also take advantage mm -hmm. of the tax deduction, knowing that if he sells the home by the yeah. time that he's done with real estate fees and pay paying off the loan and, you know, mm -hmm. all of your uh, seller's costs with escrow and title, right. he's not going to walk away with the cash in his hand. No. So in this situation, I would actually at this point with mm -hmm. this call is that I would suggest that he reach out to his real estate agent that mm -hmm. helped him with the purchase to see how much would he actually walk away with, if anything? Would he actually end up owing money? Mm -hmm. And I would have him calling his CPA to say, you know, it's going to be about, honestly, probably yeah. $1,000 cheaper if I go rent, but I'm going to lose my tax <laughs> yes, deductions. Yeah. So can you tell me how my tax return might change mm -hmm. from being an owner, you know, a homeowner yes. to not being a homeowner? And mm -hmm. obviously then let him make those decisions from there. Yeah. I, if I had to take a guess, mm -hmm. I would say he's probably better off staying in the property, mm -hmm. renting out the bedroom and trying to figure out what to do with the debt, you yeah. know, and, and that, that's just my suggestion because yeah. once you, you know, mm -hmm. it, He's it's just a in a, big, it's a bad situation and a lot of people yes. are in it, but yeah. you know, you do need to have enough equity in your home yeah. to sell it, mm -hmm. to be able to get the money out for Correct. what it is that you're looking to pay off. And, right? and I'm going to go out on limb and just, and I'm just going to say, we did not help him with the purchase of the property. So I, I didn't, he's a friend of mine. I hadn't talked to him in a while and he said, Oh, Hey, I bought, you know, I was like, oh, okay, but he is, he's kind of in a tough situation. A lot of people are there to where like, you don't have enough money to go and actually um, take, you know, an equity line or something like that. And he was really surprised because he kept saying, well, I have, you know, $19,000. And so well, I understand that. And I kept explaining it just how you did. And it was really a shock to him 
him that he couldn't pull that money out, even though he had that equity and he was really relying on that. So once we kind of got past that hurdle, we, we did, we talked about the taxes because he does make a good amount of money. He's in a really great profession. Um, and so we talked about, can you afford to lose that tax write-off, those taxes that you're writing off, the interest that you're writing off, the MI that you're writing off? Um, you know, is it possible he is renting a room? Can you get somebody, you know, more rent for that room? So we kind of explored all options. Um, you know, we did explore selling and would he even have enough to cover the closing costs? And selling? I don't think that he would. And that's I where I was going to go. Would. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's where I was going to go next yeah. is if you think about it, he bought the home with three and a half percent down. He probably bought at the highest of the highest of the highest. Like he's he probably the highest price closing in yes. his complex, yep. in his condominium complex. And so, yeah. you know, the prices have already come down. Mm -hmm. He only put three and a half percent down on that property. Right. And depending on where you are located, you know, again, we're on mm -hmm. YouTube, right? We've got people watching us from every state in the country. Yeah. Um, so depending on where you're located, you can see that your seller's closing costs between real estate commissions mm -hmm. and, you know, all of the actual costs for the title policies and, escrow. you know, the escrow, mm -hmm. or if you're not in an escrow state, attorneys, attorneys. you know, wh wherever mm -hmm. it is that you might be located, uh, you're usually anywhere from five to 7% mm -hmm. of the sales price are, are the costs, what it, what it costs you to sell. So he doesn't even have enough equity no. to cover those costs. He'd end up having to bring more money out of pocket to try Which to go have. and rent <laughs> yes. and get into something cheaper, but yes. then lose all of his tax deductions really in his situation. Mm -hmm. He's pros he's best staying. And yeah. Carrie actually jumped in and she said, you know, you better Airbnb some rooms, <laughs> Heather, um, you know, and, and that is true. Like, yeah. you know, just like you said, yeah. you know, he, he needs to get one of those bedrooms mm -hmm. rented out to try to bring his costs down, which can help him to afford those credit card bills a little right. bit more. Um, maybe he should be looking into, is there any kind of debt consolidation mm -hmm. loan that he can do? Are there any personal loans that yes. he could possibly take where he could get all of the debt paid off and everything mm -hmm. consolidated into one loan? You know, and, and this is where I kind of want to get into, you know, what is a short sale? Because like you yes. said, it's been years, like years mm -hmm. uh, since that's something that people have really talked about. Yeah. And, you know, in his situation, if he tried to do a short sale to not have to bring money mm -hmm. in out of pocket to sell the home, right. then he would have to short sale, which is going to just absolutely mm -hmm. destroy him credit wise. So mm -hmm. we are going to take a super quick break. I want to remind everybody that this is an interactive interactive show. If you want to ask questions, please put them into the feed. We're here to answer them, read them out loud and answer them for you. If you want to know when we go live so that you can get in on the conversation every Wednesday, right about 1 p.m. Pacific time, make sure you text the word mom, that's M-O-M, to 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. Same phone number to give us a call at the office. Get yourself a consultation. You can book it right through the website, mortgagemomradio.com. We are here to help you guys figure life out. That is the bottom line. Uh, if you want to buy a home, mm -hmm. you are a homeowner, and you are just trying to figure out life and where to go next, that is what we're here for. We're all a bunch of moms that have been in the industry for a really long time. So once again, give us a call. It's 844-935-3634. That's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU. W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four. We're going to take a quick break so I can stand up and give my butt a break. And we'll be right back. Fix her box. Yeah, fix my box. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done. When you're in need and don't know where to go. 
Pick up the phone and call mom. All right, so how do you guys contact us? And this is really important because once we're done with this uh, presentation today, you may decide that it's now's the time. You wanna get things started, you wanna ask us questions. Let me just tell you that anywhere at all that you look for Mortgage Mom Radio, you can find us. Everything is Mortgage Mom Radio. Don't forget the radio because there are a ton of people that try to call themselves Mortgage Mom, um, but Mortgage Mom Radio, you will find us. The website is MortgageMomRadio.com. On Instagram, we are Mortgage Mom Radio. You know, you can see it all here. It's on this screen. Debbie Marcoux is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208022. 37926, Illinois 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada 57237, Oregon, Tennessee 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO 237926. All right, so welcome back to Mortgage Mom Radio. I am Debbie Marcoux. I am the Mortgage Mom, and today I've got Heather Barkley Kilpatrick on with me. She is a real estate agent, licensed real estate agent in the state of California. What is, do you know your license number? Yeah. Yeah, what is it? Give it to us. Uh, that zero, way we're compliant. Zero one two one three zero seven nine. There you go. Yeah. Do it one more time. Zero one two one three zero seven nine. There you it's go. It's an old one. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> if I pulled out mine, it's probably just as old. Uh, so anyway, we are talking all today about what can we do to help you guys out. You can actually see my knee up in the in the in the screen. I had to do that because it puts a different angle on the box. <laughs> which is helping it take a little pressure off of the tailbone. But if I don't sit on this box, I literally look like a midget. If you guys go back to the beginning of the show, I am so tiny. Short people problems. <laughs> it, is, it is, you know, I mean, honestly, I am I am very, very, very close to being classified as, as a little person. A little person, a little person. Um, but actually, no, I, I think that I could get a handicap plate. Probably. I'm pretty sure. We walk around the office here and there's step stools everywhere because she can't reach the top shelf. It's like that at my so house to too. Kick them out of the way. <laughs> it's like that at my house too, yeah. trust me. And I am a master, a master of climbing on the oh. kitchen counter. Well, you're an ex-gymnast. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Sure. Anyway, so let's get into another scenario because yeah. right before the break, we talked about short sale. Mm -hmm. I think that you guys have been hearing things like, yeah. hey, foreclosures are coming. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about a scenario in which maybe it does make sense for somebody to sell their home right now. There's mm -hmm. going to be a couple scenarios that would I would say that that might be the right option maybe not an equity line or an mm -hmm. equity loan not a full-blown refinance um, but possibly actually selling your property so one of those situations that would be, you know, selling your property, which we've had the phone calls mm -hmm. are somebody that is behind on their mortgage payments. They've got racked up credit card debt. They are not making enough to be able to maintain the property that they have. Mm -hmm. They did just buy 12 <laughs> months ago. They bought yeah. for more than what the home is worth today. They mm -hmm. put down. Five percent, you know, mm -hmm. minimal three percent, five percent down, yeah. three and a half percent down. Maybe they were a vet, did zero. a zero down mm -hmm. and they're trying to figure out what they do. And and this can happen to anybody. This could have been financial mismanagement, mm -hmm. went out and bought a bunch of brand new furniture and just mm -hmm. had a heyday on getting this brand new house that they were so excited about set up. And now they're paying the consequences. This could have been simply a matter of, you know, inflation, right? Yeah. Property. I'm sorry, not property, but you know, gas is more mm -hmm. expensive. It's costing them more to get to work. Groceries are more expensive. Utilities are more expensive. Wasn't something that they budgeted for. And it just threw them 
them way over Mm -hmm. what they could actually be able to tolerate um it could be something where they were working and they one of they lost a job you know and they're they're just they they can't get back to work Mm -hmm. they found a new job it doesn't pay what it used to um so all of those different scenarios can happen there is absolutely no judgment being casted in this situation but it is one that is out there and that we are starting to see Mm -hmm. is happening to people and so we want to make sure that we bring up this scenario so that you are prepared and if it's something that can resonate with you or does resonate with you that you know you know maybe what those different options might be so um, I'll say real fast you don't even have to be behind on your payments if you're somebody who's struggling with that payment um, or if you're somebody who knows in the near future you're not going to be able to make the payment so if that's you and this applies to you Absolutely. So you don't have to be behind. I'll just say that right now. Yes. No, you don't. You don't have to be mm-hmm. behind, but you might be getting really close to yep. the point that you're trying to decide if you're going to eat or make the payment. Yes. And, and when you're in that situation, right, yeah. we, we, we ultimately know what is what is ahead, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and that is really difficult. And trying to make those decisions are difficult. So, yeah. you know, one thing to uh, think about, there's a lot of different things that you can think about in that scenario would be number one. Your home is one of the most important things that you have. And no matter what, doesn't matter what it's worth. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you owe on it. If at the end of the day, I want you guys to do some research. I want I want you to do the homework. I want you to look at where can you relocate to, whether it's across the street or it's down the street or it's across you know, the city on the other side of the city or whether it's in a whole nother town or state. If you, if you move, where are you going? Mm-hmm. What kind of property do you need for you or for you and your family, Mm -hmm. whatever your situation is? And what is that rent going to cost? So that that is one Mm -hmm. of the most important pieces. You know, if your mortgage today is three thousand dollars a month Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to go and rent something if you sell, what is your rent going to cost you? If it's going to cost you about the same. Yeah. Maybe more. Um, maybe even just slightly less, it may not, it may not make sense to lose your property. It, mm-hmm. it might not make sense, but it might make sense to look into a bankruptcy. Yeah. You know, it might, it might make sense to look into what can I do with this credit card debt? Mm-hmm. What can I do with these other things? Do I need this super expensive car with this super expensive car payment? Yeah. You know, what other, what, is there anything at all that you can do to keep yourself in the home if where you would be relocating to is going to be roughly about the same. Now, Mm -hmm. if you can go and you can rent for half the price. Yeah, different ballgame. Half the price, different ballgame. Now Mm. let's talk about different options, right? So Heather, I owe $500,000. My house is worth... Four ninety. I'm not behind on payments yet, but I'm I'm certainly getting close to having to get there. Okay. So what 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 do I do? So we're gonna have the conversation about you know where do you live, what do you think you would be able to rent for, if they're comparable and you're like I, I just can't do it or I need to move out of state or you know whatever I know I'm gonna lose my job, um you know it it really depends on what your situation is if you tell me i'm not losing my home i have to stay in my home we're gonna have a bk talk we're gonna have a talk about how much debt do you really have and you know is filing bankruptcy right for you 
Um, if that's not an option and that's off the table and we're back to, okay, you're really going to have to look seriously at selling your home. If you're upside down on it and upside down basically means you owe more on the home than it's worth. So or by the time you're done with seller's costs, correct. right? Yeah. So like with, with the situation Debbie's giving the scenario at 500,000, you know, is what she owes on it. She, she it's about worth 490. So there's a $10,000 deficit there. However, what you got to think about too, is now it's going to have your cost to sell that property. So if you add on minimum another five percent that's twenty five thousand dollars you're now thirty five thousand dollars upside down on that house minimum at that point we're going to talk about you know either do, do you have thirty five thousand yes. dollars to come to the table with because if you yeah. do maybe you should use that to pay the debt off yes <laughs> right yes. so again we just want to make sure that <laughs> yeah. we're giving you guys the homework to start thinking right. about what can you do it's mm -hmm. it you know, we, we, we're not here advocating for you guys to sell. No. We're, we're in the, we're in the mortgage industry. <laughs> you know, yeah. we're, we're here, we're in the real estate industry. Mm -hmm. We are here to help you guys to buy homes, to keep right. your homes, to get your debt paid off. We want mm -hmm. what's best for you and your family. But these are very, very hard situations right now that are coming up quite yes. frequently. And yeah. we're going to start to see it even more mm -hmm. and more frequently as we move through the next couple of years. I mean, yeah. they're not going to stop the interest rate increases. Mm -mm. Um, as you know, the mortgage mom, if I was to give you my, um, what do they call that when you, you, my prediction. Oh. So mortgage mom radio <laughs> prediction is that in, uh, probably this time, I'm going to say February of 2024 interest <laughs> rates will be 10% for a mortgage. You think so? I do. That's, that's the mortgage mom radio's prediction. Yeah. So if, if, if I'm saying that for mortgages, those credit cards that we started to talk about at the beginning yes. of the show, where we said right now you're looking at 26 and 28%, mm -hmm. those are going to be in the 30% range. Yeah. And the minimum monthly payments that you pay today are going to be even more expensive. The mm -hmm. equity lines that you guys have that are tied to the prime rate mm -hmm. are going to be even more expensive if they haven't already been shut down because you've lost equity. So not trying to put this, the bummer yeah. spin on it, but we, all need to get real realistic right now mm -hmm. and we we need to get real with the decisions that we're making and what are the best decisions to make yeah. so in what scenario do you feel that it would be best mm -hmm. to put somebody's home on the market and do a short sale so first okay. of all a short sale what is a short sale you owe more on the house than what it's yeah. worth or by the time you're done with all of the closing costs and mm -hmm. the seller's fees you don't have the cash to bring in to make up the deficit. And Correct. so now you are considered a short sale. Right. A real estate agent like Heather has to go to the bank, to the mortgage company that you have your loan with, and mm -hmm. she has to negotiate for the bank to take less for the payoff. Mm -hmm. Right. They're going to yes. take less than what you owe to help you sell your house. So let's mm -hmm. talk about, you know, what is do you feel the ideal situation that somebody should consider a short sale as their option? So one of the first things whenever when when we've done these for years, they're just been haven't been around for a while. I've I've probably done hundreds, sadly. But um, the first thing that the bank is going to want to see is number one, that you have an offer on the home. So if you're looking at short selling your house because you owe more on it than it's worth, or you owe more when you include your closing costs on the home than it's worth, 
forth, the first thing we're going to say is, you know, let's get the property on the market. It does have to be aggressively priced, which means that you're probably going to be the lower one on the market. Um, in previous years, in 2007, 8, 9, 10, you would see, you know, price drops by twenty, thirty thousand dollars um, And so, yes, that would be what you want to do. You want to get an offer right away. The property is always sold as is. You are not going to make any repairs. You are not going to make any changes. So don't worry if your walls are dented or your carpet is stained. The buyer is buying your property as is. Once we get that offer, I have to put together a whole package for the bank. The offer, um, your financials, just as if you were um, applying for a loan, they want to see why are you not making your payment? Did you lose a what job? What is your hardship? Yes. Did you lose a job? Did, you know, somebody, heaven forbid, pass away? You know, did you go through a divorce? Um, you know, did you have to take a pay cut? Why are you having this hardship now that you didn't have when you purchased the home um, a few years ago or, you know, that you haven't had in the past? So we do have to go and negotiate on your behalf with the bank. It is a back and forth. Generally, it takes about six weeks possibly eight to even get a response from them. So we submit the whole package to them with all of our information. They review it. They come back to us and they say, okay, we're sending out an appraiser. The appraiser values the property. Um, usually by that time, you know, properties have gone down a little bit. So you're okay on your price. Um, they'll come back and they'll say whether or not it's approved and they'll give us the terms and conditions. So at that point, it's kind of like the bank selling your home. Um, but you still sign everything as the homeowner because you are the homeowner. Uh, if you are behind, it used to be uh, it used to be better because it showed more of a hardship. Um, it's completely up to you and what your situation is as far as making payments goes, whether or not you need to be that far. So let me just tell you, mm -hmm. um, if you can continue to make your payments, I would highly recommend it. Yep. I don't even want to talk foreclosure on this show because I would hope that anybody that listens to me mm -hmm. would know to call us at the first point of emergency mm -hmm. rather than getting themselves to a point that they do end up in foreclosure. Right. Me as the lender looking out for your best interest, if you don't miss mortgage payments, that's better for us to be able to get you into another mortgage down the road. Mm -hmm. If you have a short sale versus a foreclosure, it is easier and faster for me to get you into another mortgage down the road. Mm -hmm. There is a huge misconception that you have to be behind on your mortgage payment in order to get the bank to accept your short sale. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely false. That is a misconception that does not need to happen. Mm -mm. Back in the day when people were all trying to do loan <laughs> yeah. modifications, they were actually told, stop making your mortgage payments yeah. so that they will look at it to help you. Mm -hmm. That is not the case. You do mm -hmm. not have to do that. So anything that you can do to try to save your credit as much as possible is going to be easier for you in the future to become a homeowner again. Mm -hmm. So I hope that you guys do hear that that piece of education from me on that. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I had uh, Big Rick jumps on and says, can I still sell if I had a HELOC? So, um, yes, that's a great question. You can sell your loan or sell your home if you've had a home equity line of credit, mm -hmm. but the home equity line of credit does have to be paid off if we're not talking about anything to do with, you know, like a short sale. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're just a normal old seller and you want to sell your property, no matter what the liens are that against that are against your property, 
they must be sold. So if you have a mortgage, you have an equity line, you've got a tax lien, whatever that it might be, an SBA loan, mm -hmm. whatever might be attached to your property as a lien must be satisfied in order for you to be able to sell your property. So if you have a first mortgage that is 400,000 and you have a line of credit that is 100,000 and your home is worth 500,000, <laughs> you do still need to take care of that equity line of credit. But now in that situation, Heather doesn't have to deal with the first mortgage bank. I have to deal with the second. You, she has to get the short sale approval for the second and mortgage. And you can get a short yes. sale on the second. It's not just the first. So if you're going to be short on both the first and second, I have to get approval from both lenders. The first will dictate to the second what they're going to get. The second has to say, yes, we agree. Um, if it's just the HELOC or second you're short on, we just go to them. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So um, really quick, I, I'm going to actually, I'm not going to for real end the show, but I'm yeah. going to end the show for radio because we are going to actually send this show okay. one last time to our <laughs> Washington station because they've got an empty hour yeah. and they wanted to make they sure. They love that us so much. They do. Um, <laughs> so Washington. goodbye for now. We'll be back Bye, next week. <laughs> All right, cool. So radio ending yeah. over. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. So, but what I do want you to do is I want you to, mm -hmm. um, I want you to give a perfect example of somebody that should be considering the short sale. So okay. we all understand what a short sale is now. You owe more mm -hmm. on the property than what you can sell it for after all expenses are accounted for. You've got to figure out what to do. You have no money to bring in for the difference. And mm -hmm. so we're going to negotiate with the bank. One of the things that I yeah. do want to point out that you mentioned is that it takes six to eight weeks usually to get the bank to even respond once you get yeah. an offer. So keep in mind that you are going to price the home very low for a buyer mm -hmm. to come in because quite honestly, you're upside down anyway. You don't have the cash. Yeah. The bank has to approve it anyway so yeah. you know trying to get the highest price in the neighborhood doesn't make any sense um so you yeah. want to get somebody in there that's willing to buy because they're getting a fantastic deal and willing to wait and while willing the rates to wait go up. right yeah. willing to <clears throat> wait while interest rates go up and waiting on the bank right to either approve or maybe even come back in six to eight weeks and mm -hmm. say no which yeah. is why sometimes short sales are hard to sell yeah Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so what is, but it is still so much better for you to sell it as a short sale yeah. than it yeah. is for you to end up with a foreclosure or a deed in lieu of trust. So mm -hmm. we don't even want to go down that road. We don't even want to talk about it. I want you guys to put that out of your mind. Give us really quick an example of somebody that you feel would be best suited to okay. consider doing a short sale. So it's going to be somebody who obviously owes more on the property than it's worth. And it doesn't matter to me whether it's 20, 30, 40, 50,000, 100,000, um, doesn't really matter the amount. Um, by the time you add selling costs on top of that, you are definitely upside down. Um, if you want to save your credit, you're not behind on your payments yet. So you can do a short sale, like we said, without being behind on your payments. That is best case scenario for you. It keeps your mortgage payment current while we're trying to work it out with the bank. Um, however, the bank is going to want to see that you have a hardship. If you are behind, that usually shows you have a hardship somewhere, you know, along the line. So you're going to owe more on the house than it's worth. Okay, but but wait a minute though. So so yeah. let's just say that I actually I'm you know and I, mm -hmm. I make good money. Okay. Um, I just got myself into massive debt. Mm -hmm. I bought a boat. I bought an RV. I bought a trailer. I bought. Sure. Everything. Everything. Right. Yeah. I got myself some jet skis. I mean, I'm <laughs> thinking like, this car. is lots of fun, right? I got myself yeah. a sports car. I mean, yeah. like you name it. And I've got so many payments that yeah. I, I just, the debt ratio isn't there, but mm -hmm. in reality, if I didn't have all those toys, I mm -hmm. could make my mortgage payment. 
What yeah, it, you're probably not a good candidate because the lender's going to say, you. so you're going to sell this house and still have all these toys. So really, you have to do a little bit of homework beforehand. And if that boat is too expensive for you, that RV is too expensive, you really need to get rid of those because they are going to look at your credit report. They are going to see what you have. Are you? And if you're only delinquent on your house, but you are current with all these other toys, they're going to tell you no. So you have to remember that you have to have some sort of hardship and you've gotten rid of whatever it is that you could have gotten rid of to get yourself out of that hardship. Um, that is what they're looking for. They will look at how much you have in the bank. So if you're somebody who bought all the toys and you're like, oh, Heather, I sold them, but you're sitting on $100,000 in the bank, they're not going they're to not gonna help you out. No. So you really truly have to have that need for a short sale. You can't pay it because you don't have the money. You've gotten rid of all the you know fancy smashy things that you had and you just still can't pay it, um, you know, something like that. And it could even be something where, hey, in order for you to keep your job, they're relocating you from one state to another state and you, you planned on staying in your house, but you can't rent it for what you owe and you can't afford to make additional payment on that. That from what the rental, you know, if the renter's paying two thousand, your payment's three thousand, you're a thousand short, but you got to go over here to the new state and rent. That's even a scenario where I've seen relocations cause short sales. Um, you know, so it, there's a bunch of different reasons, but just know if you're somebody who spent a lot of money and you don't want to give up your toys or you want to hang on to your money in the bank, short sale is not the option for you. Um, you are somebody who has that hardship. You don't have the funds to help you out. You really need some sort of uh, an out, and this is realistically the only you know way that you can do it. So yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, no, perfectly said. Just remember, you know, you guys, if if you, if they, like Heather said, if they see that you've got a means to mm -hmm. go to, to be able to make up the difference, they're going to say no. So yes. you do truly need to be in a situation where, you know, things just spiked on you mm -hmm. and it, you know, way more than what you anticipated mm -hmm. and you're in over your head and there's just no other way out. Right. One thing I want to end the show with is that I, I really believe that your home is your most valuable asset and it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what it is worth today. It doesn't matter what it's going to be worth next year. It doesn't wor yeah. matter what it's going to be worth the year after that. Your home is your home. Mm -hmm. Remember that you're not a renter. Nobody can tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, you can live there for as long as you make your payments. Um, your, your home is so important and we want to see you stay in your home. Mm -hmm. I would much rather see you sell all of those toys. Yeah. I'd rather see you file a bankruptcy even though that stinks I'd rather see you lose the things that you don't need to have and to keep and maintain your home mm -hmm. than to actually sell your property and move and become a renter and have your credit fully messed up because remember yeah. it's one thing if your credit's all messed up but you own your house and you don't have to go apply you know with a landlord for a rental yeah. but imagine what your landlord when you go to apply for a rental how hard it's going to be to get somebody to accept your offer to be their renter mm -hmm. when they're looking at your rental it, they're looking at your credit history and they see that you didn't make your mortgage payments. Yeah. That was one thing that we dealt with quite a bit during the great yes. financial crisis. So make sure that you guys, you know, just keep that in mind. Your home is your most valuable asset because it is your home. It is mm -hmm. your home base. And so we're not trying to give you guys suggestions of doing a short sale, but we are trying to talk about yeah. what's reality right now in it's the world. It's going to become a real reality. It, it really is. So what I do love is that um, a victory got on here. Victory is V. I like that. It says, <laughs> if you're selling your RV, reach out to me. I'm buying. <laughs> I love it. I, anybody that is listening, That's guys, true. if you have an RV and you can't afford your house mm -hmm. and you have an RV, unless you're going to live in the house 
you know, live in the RV yes. and sell the house, which different story. Yeah. Um, reach out to Victory. Why not? <laughs> Victory is me. Um, but anyway, we hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Again, just trying mm-hmm. to bring really real light and reality to you guys. Talk about things that are out there. If there's something that you want to know about, something that you've heard, you're wondering if it's a good idea, get the consultation, call our office, talk to one of us. We're all moms. We've all been in the mortgage industry, like I mentioned, for a very long time. Um, me and Heather both got started in the mid 90s. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, sad 90s. to say. Yeah, I really hope I don't look that old. Um, You're sitting on a box. I am sitting on a box to lift me up, but that doesn't have anything to do with my face. Um, anyway, we hope you guys enjoy the show. But if there's something you do want us to talk about that you'd like us mm-hmm. to uh, get into, dig into, uh, happy to bring it to you. Why not? Yeah. It's here. It's on social media. We can say whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, send me an email. <laughs> Go to the website. Go to mortgagemomradio.com and click the contact us and send me an email. Let me know. Like, hey, this is what's happening mm-hmm. with me right now. And it's what happening to my do? friend and my sister and and what do you think and you know I'd be more than happy uh, to respond to that and if it's something really good I'll make it a show so Mm -hmm. anyway give us a call get your consultation go to the website call us on the phone it's 844-935-3634 that's 844-WE-LEND-FOR-YOU W-E-L-E-N-D and the number four we hope you guys have a great one we'll be back again right here Wednesday 1 Mm p.m. Pacific time ish (laughs) <laughs> so make sure you text the word mom to that same phone number to know when we go live. But we're back every Wednesday. We'll talk to you all real soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Debbie Marku is licensed by the Department of Financial Protection and Innovation under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act, NMLS ID 237926. Also licensed in Arizona, 0941504, Florida, L076508, Georgia, 69178, Idaho, MLO, 208023726, Illinois, 031.0058339, Missouri, North Carolina, I210940, Nevada, 57237, Oregon, Tennessee, 184373, Texas, Washington, MLO, 237926. She's a mortgage mom. She can get things done When you're in need and don't know where to go Pick up the phone and call mom 